Welcome to The Randy Report. I'm Randy Slavacek, your host. I'm also the writer and editor of therandyreport.com, where you can find me every single day on the internet reporting on the daily news cycle in terms of politics, pop culture, and entertainment news of interest to the LGBTQ community. In this week's headlines, hate crime charges have been filed against the Miami Beach Pride Day attackers. The Trump administration continues its assault on the transgender community. Arrow and Teen Wolf star Colton Haynes filed for divorce after only six months. And RuPaul is set to star in a new Netflix sitcom, AJ and the Queen. All that and more on this episode of The Randy Report. In its latest assault on transgender people, the Trump administration on Friday rolled back protections from the Obama era for trans inmates that were intended to minimize their exposure to abuse and sexual assault. Donald Trump's Bureau of Prisons have rewritten the guidelines to allow wardens to, quote, use biological sex as the initial determination for designation when placing trans people for housing, screening, and programs and services. As I've reported in the past months, this is just the latest in a string of attacks the administration has taken out on trans people since Trump ascended to the White House. Those include rescinding bathroom protections for trans students and randomly announcing a ban on trans military service members. This latest action defies the 2012 Prison Rape Elimination Act, which mandates prison officials must screen all individuals at admission and upon transfer to assess their risk of experiencing abuse, according to a release from the National Center for Transgender Equality. America, America, America. 2018 was doing so well when it comes to new legislation and the LGBTQ community. No new state bills attacking our community had been signed into law this year until now. In Oklahoma, Governor Mary Fallon has put her signature on Senate Bill 1140, which effectively legalizes LGBTQ discrimination by faith-based adoption and foster care agencies, which, by the way, receive public funds. This is the first new anti-LGBTQ law in the United States in 2018. What a very dubious achievement. The new law makes it legal to deny placing children in LGBTQ homes based on, quote, religious objections. Simply declaring a religious or moral opposition to same-sex marriage would allow a faith-based agency the right to refuse to place a child in a same-sex home. The legislation could also withhold child placement with single or divorced people if their social status were to offend an adoption agency's religious beliefs. Supporters of the new law say these faith-based agencies would have to shut their doors if they were forced to place children into LGBTQ homes. But advocates for our community quickly criticized the new law. Jody Winteroff, the Senior Vice President of Policy and Political Affairs at the Human Rights Campaign, issued a statement saying it is shameful that Governor Mary Fallon has signed into law a patently discriminatory law that targets children. Governor Fallon has cemented her legacy, siding with discrimination and the legislature in throwing kids under the bus to create a license to discriminate against LGBTQ Oklahomans. 
and Troy Stevenson, Executive Director of Freedom Oklahoma, issued a statement which read in part, while we are deeply disappointed that Governor Fallon chooses to sign discrimination into law, we are more concerned about the children desperately looking for homes that will be harmed by this disgraceful legislation. Our message to Governor Fallon and the lawmakers who champion this travesty is simple. We'll see you in court. Currently seven states, Mississippi, Michigan, Virginia, Texas, Alabama, South Dakota, and North Dakota have similar laws on the books, although Michigan's law is being challenged in the federal courts thanks to the ACLU. Kansas's governor has a similar anti-LGBTQ adoption bill waiting on his desk. Back in April, I reported on a violent anti-LGBT attack on a gay couple that occurred in Miami Beach shortly after the city's pride parade. The couple, Dmitry Lagunov and Renee Shalarka, were violently beaten by four men. In addition, Helmut Muller Estrada, a good Samaritan who jumped in trying to stop the attack, was also severely injured requiring a hospital visit. The couple said they were targeted because of their sexual orientation. Which brings me to today's news, as the Miami Herald has reported that the four attackers have now officially been charged with aggravated battery committed with prejudice. That with prejudice means the police now view the attack as a hate crime. If convicted, each of the men could face up to 30 years in prison. The attackers turned themselves in shortly after social media folks spread video and surveillance photos far and wide. As if perpetually in motion RuPaul didn't have enough on his plate, now we get word that the two-time Emmy Award winner will soon star in a new series for Netflix titled AJ and the Queen. Ru will team up with Michael Patrick King, who wrote and produced Two Broke Girls and Sex in the City, for the new original comedy series. According to Deadline, King and RuPaul will pin the new sitcom, which will feature RuPaul as, quote, Ruby Red, a bigger-than-life-but-down-on-her-luck drag queen who travels across America from club to club in a rundown 1990s RV with her unlikely sidekick, AJ, a recently orphaned, tough-talking, scrappy 11-year-old stowaway. So we get two misfits, one tall, one small, sashing across the country, spreading a message of acceptance and love. And some glitter, I imagine. Kind of like BJ and the Bear meets Touched by an Angel, only with a lot more style and sass. Oh, and apparently Mama Roo will perform a killer musical number in all the drag clubs visited. You better work. And more from Netflix. Just as we come off of our Love, Simon High, Netflix is stepping up to the plate with their own take on questioning high schoolers. In the new coming-of-age film, Alex Strangelove, Produced by Ben Stiller, we meet cute, wide-eyed high school senior Alex Truelove, yes, that's his last name in the movie, played by Daniel Downey, who seems to have it all. Life seems pretty sweet for young Alex until his girlfriend, played by Madeline Weinstein of Beach Rats, begins to pressure him about that major teen milestone, losing his virginity. Suddenly, Alex isn't so sure about which team he plays for. Adding to the confusion is Elliot, a gay teen played by out-actor Antonio Marzal, who clearly sparks an interest in Alex. Director Craig Johnson recently told Entertainment Weekly that he's thrilled the film landed at Netflix because, quote, 
You can be a closeted kid in rural Wyoming and access it, where you might not have gone to it were it playing in the theater. The film feels very much in the same vein as our recent hit, Love, Simon, and I couldn't be happier. More gay rom-coms! Alex Strangelove will premiere on Netflix on June 8th. You can check out the trailer on therandyreport.com. And in pop culture news, sadly, Colton Haynes has filed for divorce in Los Angeles from celebrity florist Jeff Lethem, his husband of six months. According to divorce documents, Haynes cites irreconcilable differences as the reason for the split. He's asking a judge to terminate spousal support for both and indicates that each will pay their own lawyer fees. Haynes married Lethem last October in a lavish wedding in Palm Springs, officiated by reality celebrity Kris Jenner. Some folks assumed Lethem might have cheated after the Aeros star posted a demo song on his Instagram titled, Man It Sucks. Here's a sample. Man It Sucks when someone figures out your games and don't want to play them no more We're crying in our bed and making our way to the floor Man, it sucks And I don't like When you're staying out all night and never answer your phone I follow you around the world just to be left alone And man, it sucks Colton defended his ex-husband-to-be on Twitter, asking fans to lay back, writing, Jeff would never cheat. He's an amazing man. Please stop being mean to him. Eagle-eyed social media folks recently noticed that Haynes had unfollowed his husband and deleted just about every pic of Lethem from his Instagram account. Here's wishing the best for both men. And that brings me to the end of this episode of The Randy Report. If you enjoy catching up on LGBTQ news in a quick podcast, I'd appreciate it if you share The Randy Report with your friends. I like to think of this podcast as the 60 minutes of gay news, only shorter. And remember, you can find me every single day on the internet at therandyreport.com, where I cover the daily news cycle regarding politics, pop culture, and entertainment news of interest to the LGBTQ community. Thanks for listening, folks. See you next time.